Welcome to the Strategic Life Podcast, episode 21, Freedom, with your hosts, Coach Mario. Dr. Mario. Along with Frank. Welcome back. This, what are we in, second week of July, first week of July? First week of July. You know, I know what year it is. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about the word freedom. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love it. I know you do. So what comes to your mind when talking about freedom? Freedom is, right? I mean, most people would say freedom is nothing but a state of mind, I could probably agree on, right? Okay. But the definition is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants to without hindrance or restraint. Hmm. So today we're going to focus on three different types of freedom. That's financial, emotional, and physical. I like it. Yeah. So for me, I think the easy one is the physical freedom, right? You do as you please, you know, as long as, you know within realm, you know, within reason. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, you master your surroundings. You master your environment. Are you free to move around and do as you please? Are you free to act, do speak, Mm -hmm. uh, work, uh, and act in the physical plane, if you will, depending on, obviously, the rules of community and society, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. That's that's freedom. Yeah, and then there's things that are going to step in that are going to dictate how we move throughout the day, what we do throughout the day. Um, but if you're happy with those choices, if you're happy doing those things, you'll find freedom that way. Unless you live in an HOA. <laughs> <laughs> you think you bought a house. I, I had to throw that in there. You need, you need permission before you do anything. Don't don't close the door too hard. You didn't get approval. Yeah, and if you've turned on the news lately, yeah. HOAs are the, the hottest thing lately, yeah. right? Especially down here in Miami. So physical, I mean, physical could, even extend, uh, we, uh, could even extend into your professional life, right? Yeah. Are you free to do even in your work environment the things you want to mm-hmm. uh, uh, and to do into the, in that area as well? Um, freedom to love, freedom to work. It, you're talking about complete autonomy if, mm-hmm. if you're talking about freedom. Yeah. So how can one? How can we see perhaps maybe that someone doesn't have physical freedom? Uh, what would that look like? Attitude. Think? Uh, I think demeanor, emotional state. If if you're constantly miserable if you're constantly blaming other things um i think that's the first step that you can recognize in yourself hey maybe i'm not as free as i think i am right i'm tied down to a lot of things if you're not doing for yourself if you're constantly doing for others quote unquote um those are things that you're tied on to so many things and you're not acting on your own behalf you're not happy with what you're doing for yourself it could also be physical uh, accommodations right Mm -hmm. Uh, individuals who have challenges disabilities uh, do not have that mobility that they desire. Um, you know, they could be free in their minds, mm-hmm. but their bodies perhaps have some restrictions. Yeah. But I consider that freedom. I mean, in my experience, when I was a prosecutor, there were more people that had freedom in their mental state more than people that are on the outside of incarceration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that physical and emotional freedom are kind of going to go hand in hand because when I think of physical freedom i think it can be hindered by your mental or your emotional state mm-hmm. right it's if you haven't allowed yourself to heal or to do something um, and, and what comes to mind specifically is uh someone that suffered an injury uh, specifically an athlete or something like that mm-hmm. you can tell when an athlete goes through an injury where they don't have the confidence in the leg the body part in the in that because you can see how they perform differently because they tend to guard themselves more Well, fear is a big proponent on how you can lose your freedom, right? So Mm -hmm. if you're scared of something happening and you won't act, like 
you'll never be free. You'll never understand what that other side looks like. You'll just stay in the same exact spot. That's you'll a be good a point. slave to that mindset. That's a very good point. Uh, you can take away your own freedoms. You can yeah. limit yourself yeah. through fear. Fear can paralyze you. It could uh, make you, uh, you know, take restrictions that you would not otherwise assume if you did not have the fear. I, I'm thinking about, you know, freedom of speech, one of our fundamental rights, First Amendment. Constitution of the United States gives you the ability to say whatever you want to say yeah. here in the U.S. Fear may be a limiting factor for some people that, that don't step up to make declarations. Uh, and then again, you may have resistance based on politics, based on religion, based on different movements, if you will, Correct. that try to stop you from saying what needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Correct. And and your environment will dictate that a lot because if you have a good support group around you, if you have people that understand you, you'll have more confidence to act and do these things instead mm-hmm. of being so fearful of the other part. Um, so that that'll help, you know, that the influence you have or the influence upon you that other people have uh, will definitely also dictate how free you feel. Yeah. And I think this is a good way to transition into emotional freedom, um, specifically because as I mentioned a moment ago, your emotional state can affect your physical state. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all, I think we're of the common belief that, you know, the mind does affect the body. Uh, and if your mind's not in the right place, if you're not emotionally in the right place, you can, uh, uh, well, like, like the wording we use, we like to use is create a dis-ease in yourself mm-hmm. where your mental state can hinder your physical. Correct. Right. Yeah. You, that freedom, uh, that emotional freedom is your ability to cultivate positive emotions, a positive state mm-hmm. that you can create, that you can design, that you could reach for your goals. And, and whether you attain them or not, that's a different topic, right? But that you have a strategy to go ahead and absolutely feel emotionally free without the hindrance of negative emotions to stop you. It also means that you have the freedom to limit your exposure to toxicity, to toxic environments, cultures, people, etc. Yeah, and coming off of the 4th of July, right, and we're just talking about it now, um, you know, it's the pursuit of happiness. The happiness isn't a guaranteed thing, right? It's not supposed to be bestowed upon you, but you have the ability to pursue what makes you happy. Um, if you're not doing that every day, or, or even, even, even if it's for an hour, right? Nobody's telling you that all 24 hours has to be for yourself and you have to be super selfish about it. Um, but if you're not pursuing something daily in which you feel is going to make you a better individual, the better of yourself, the best that you can be, yeah, you're losing some of that freedom, right? So for some of us, it might be, hey, I'm going to open up a business or, hey, some of us, it's the gym. Some of us, it's family, um, you know, whatever it is that you decide to do. Um, but if you're not doing that for yourself, you will lose your emotional freedom. And the you lack of emotional, in. yeah, the lack of emotional freedom, that's a very good point. Uh, when you surrender, because yeah. you surrender your freedom. Correct, correct. Because you go into an emotional state, you do depression, you do sadness, you do anger, you do fear, you do hate, you know, you do grief. And, and again, we're not saying that we have not all been exposed to that. Uh, you know, we can probably raise our hands and our feet here in the room that we have experienced it sometime in our lifetime because we are humans. But you decide not to camp out there. Yeah. And that's different. Yeah. One of the phrases we like to use um, specifically when you're in a situation that involves someone else, um, you know, getting on your nerves or <laughs> testing, you, if you will, is... We ask, we always ask great coaching question is how does it feel to give up your power to someone else? Right. 
Yeah. Essentially, is like, how does it feel to give up your power? Because you kind of put the ball back in their court, and it's a realization like, yes, I am allowing them to make me feel this way. When in reality, obviously, that's not the case. So in essence, you could ask the same thing. How does it feel to give up your freedoms, whether it's emotional, to your anxiety, to your depression, to your state of mind, to whatever's going on in your life? How does it feel to do that? And what are you going to do about it? Yeah, and and good examples of when you forfeit that. So, hey, I'm not going to make the first move. I'm going to let my partner decide when the relationship's over. I'm I'm a I'm a go with the flow kind of. I'm a go with the flow. (laughs) Yeah, hey, no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to express my interest in the in in the promotion or the next hire up. They'll automatically see like you're forfeiting your freedoms. You're forfeiting your right to pursue your happiness. You're forfeiting what your next step should be in your life, Uh, and and you're just going to be a slave to whatever happens. that's not a good thing it's not it's not at all and when you're surrendering your freedom you're actually also surrendering your power your influence your ability to stay centered your ability to be in alignment with yourself with your values with your beliefs and typically what will happen is you'll go into that emotional roller coaster because just think about it neurologically when you have those negative emotions you're not basically making decisions from your frontal lobe you're making those from the amygdala area you know fight flat or freeze you're going on the fly you're going emotionally into a situation where you make decisions and ultimately if you stay there you're surrendering your freedom and then for you guys how how this then i you create an identity of that like have you seen where you give up so much and you forfeit so much that you build an identity of hey i'm this person and i just never got it well some people do, do people do that yeah, <laughs> well, no, yeah have you guys seen it and then oh, what's, of what's the way to get uh, out of yeah, that because yeah, yeah. we'll have listeners out there that are listening now I mean, and they're like, like hey how do i get out of this great rut? phrase how do I get out of this bad habit? It, there's a great phrase that you'll hear from someone and it's like oh they're such a martyr or like oh they're always the victim right that's 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 how they operate Again, we've said it before, and I'll say it again. There's no one's broken. There's just an interesting way that people choose on uh, on on patterns to run their lives. They have these strategies, and this is how they do things. <laughs> so, essentially, being a victim is one of them. It it can be a conversational point. It can be their point of significance, and that's how, that's how they get attention. That's how they draw conversations. Um, so that's something that they do. That's how they that's how they govern themselves. So, I, essentially, yes, that is part of their identity is there something that we can do in order to break out of those habits like well, what, what would all, be the first thing you would recommend the first thing you have to do is identify that you're, right that you're walking along those patterns there's individuals that we've encountered primarily everyone that comes to our programs yeah. is operating under a saboteur was the saboteur it's an archetype of something that they've been carrying since childhood whether it's a pleaser whether it's a hyper achiever whatever those saboteurs perfectionist the perfectionism is another saboteur and you know it may have served you as a child for a moment in time where that archetype came alive because of a situation where you needed to defend yourself but now that you're an adult if you're carrying that archetype that saboteur along with you it's emotionally causing you to lose your freedom because it sabotages you at every turn no doubt about it. Right, right. So, I mean, just long story short, if you're in a, let's just say you grew up in a toxic environment, everyone made fun of you. Okay, to protect myself, I just shut everyone out. That's how you keep doing life, shutting everybody out. When you get older, is that going to benefit you? Is that going to hinder you? Probably. Professionally, uh, personally, yeah, you, it's going to be harder for you to find relationships, perhaps. You might have difficulties at work. They might identify you as not being a team player, and so you could miss out on advancement and things of that nature. So, 
Absolutely. These things become part of people's identities. And, uh, you know, it, it takes it takes a, a couple things to get them out of it. Um, and usually it's a phrase we like to say is sometimes and for most people, it's hitting rock bottom, whatever that is for them. Not necessarily losing everything or, you know, but there's a point where it's like, no, no more. I'm done. And that's that's their rock bottom, whatever that means to them, yeah. where it's enough that that it, that it causes a shift. Or at least it gives them the thought like, okay, I'm done, like we said, going with the flow and I'm going to move into my direction. Because when you go with the flow, you just you just flow down someone else's river. Yeah, and rock bottom makes for a great foundation, by the way. <laughs> so if you... <laughs> I call hey. it a crisis point. It's a crisis point. <laughs> <You're now. laughs> so it, it, if, if you're getting to that point or if you're in that point or you're bouncing back from that point, just know that you can bounce back on that. Um, but it does take, like Dr. Mario said, you have to identify it. And, and then like Coach Mario said, like what happened to it, right? Like why did you get there? Um, and then not do it again. So your, your freedom can hinder a lot on those things. And that's why we created Breakthrough to Freedom, one of our programs. And, and all of our programs really lead you towards that physical, financial, emotional, and absolute freedom because what happens is is most of these occurrences originate the root cause in your mind. Right. So yeah. if you're not controlling your mind, someone else is, or your mind is controlling you. Yeah, and we've spoken about that, right? Like, like somebody's <laughs> controlling your life. Is it you or somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. What does your day-to-day -day look like? How much have you forfeited? How much have you given of yourself? Yeah, I mean, people don't really realize that there's a lovely phrase going around now that people want to be influencers or people are being influenced, but that is heavily done everywhere uh from marketing to to everyday life you are being influenced by tv commercials music and you know that's why we tell, always tell everyone be mindful of what you listen to who you surround yourself with what's in your environment on a daily basis because there's only so many times for instance a child can hear that they'll never amount to anything before they ingrain it in themselves yeah and most of them are going to take it to the bank and be like yep you see dad i'm i'm, I'm that piece of crap just like you said i'd always be and others, that might be fuel for them. But I guarantee you that percentage is low, the ones that take it and, and, and say, you know what, I'm going to prove them wrong. It's a, it's a lovely story. We'd love to hear it. But for the most part, you know. Yeah, um, but that brings up a good point because we're talking about how, like, you forfeit it. But sometimes it's taken from you and you don't realize it, right? Like, sometimes. Well, there's still there, a decision. It's still your decision whether, again, but, you know, what, what role do you want to play in this situation? Are you going to be the victim and say someone took this from you? Or are you going to realize, okay, well, you know what? It's me. I'm in control. Yeah, but right? there's things, there's times when they'll take it from you and then you make the decision. Oh, hey, I'm just going to let them take it. Mm -hmm. um, that's a different story, but it can happen. It can happen where they take something from you, right? You're in the relationship. Somebody's taking something from you and, and whatever relationship, whether it's business, love life, friendship, family, there's multiple different relationships. Uh, maybe even your group of friends, right? Like you're feeling peer pressure to do something you don't want to do. And then by the time you do it, you're like, all oh, right, now I'm in here now. You forfeit it at that point, but it can lead to, you know, you being quote unquote influenced and pushed towards something you don't want to. I think, I think you've got a very good point there and uh, it's the elephant in the airwaves <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to say it. Children today are being influenced by caretakers, by media, by social media, by young little peers yeah. who are being forced to make decisions as early as one year old yeah. with regards to who they are yeah. and and it's and it's sad yeah it used to be you'd uh, you know you'd go and you'd buy the porsche and have the midlife crisis at midlife now it's 
decisions being made before kids are even teenagers. Right. Well, there's a lot of social pressure mm-hmm. at, at a very, very early age. And a lot of that does have to do with technology, right? The, the, the social media platforms, right? Mm-hmm. The, the television, the music, and, and you're being influenced and pushed a certain way that you don't necessarily want to go down. Um, but again, just because it's part of the culture or it's part of your demographic or part of your mm-hmm. upbringing. Or a movement. You'll, yeah, or a movement. You'll, you'll, you'll forfeit a lot. So absolutely. So I mean, we can go on all day on the whole, especially with the <laughs> this with, could have been three episodes with the ties of <laughs> physical and emotional, right? Um, but let's move on to financial, financial freedom. How can we have it? Well, financial it freedom. Sta- it is starts with se- not breaking that piggy bank in the back, <laughs> <laughs> the pickle jar with the quarters in the jar. I still have that piggy bank. <laughs> well, financial freedom really amounts to two things, right? Your value that the value that you place on your time, mm. and then the value you 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 place on your income. Now, it's mm. not necessarily money. Mm. Um, so let me give you an example, right? If if you're working at X amount per dollar, uh, that's your time. That's your currency. You're bartering your time right. for. Or money, money, and that's the currency you're producing. Time, your time, right? So you're just exchanging it for another type it's an of exchange currency. of energy. Yeah, that's correct. Right. Put a highlight on that bad boy because uh, that's exactly what happens when you go to work. I mean, you've, ne- you've probably never thought about this this right. way, but your employers are renting you. <laughs> yes. They're leasing. They're leasing without the option to buy because <laughs> they don't want you. They want to use you up, and that's it. True. Uh, also, sidebar. Uh, just as you guys are reconstructing your minds or at home in your car or in your office or your place of business, they are also reconstructing the <laughs> office next door. So if you're hearing chainsaws hammering and all that, uh, it's just an unconscious suggestion that you're growing and rebuilding your mind. And it's time to build up. Just we're working together. Just go with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but financial freedom is that. So that's one aspect of it, right? And and yes, the, somebody's renting you out. Uh, yeah. Now, hey, and that's okay because we all do it, right? We all rent to the business owners, right? They, 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 they put into the business and they make business decisions and they work for other people, right? Things like mm-hmm. that. Now, the question is your financial freedom. Are you happy with what you've gotten in return? Yeah. If you're not happy, that's you forfeiting your financial then freedom. Do something so, so else. That's a part yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not always, oh, I have all this money. I can spend it how I want. And I have this large, you know, income or revenue stream. No, no, no. That's not necessarily yeah. it. Are you happy with how you obtain that money? If, yeah. that, if that's the case, you have financial freedom. I think for me, it's it's making those decisions without pressure, without stressing or without a stressful impact, right? You control your finances. They don't control you. Yeah. Right. I remember a time, you know, when I was starting off in the military, came back from Europe, wasn't making enough money in the military and had a brand new daughter, hmm. had to pump gas after work. Very broke. You know, <laughs> I remember those days. And so knowing the rules of the game and establishing financial strategies to win is extremely important. And and it's creating a legacy now. It's not about what you're going to leave behind it's it's about not letting money drive every decision that you're making the the top two reasons why we see couples implode is because of finances Finances. and communication and when there's bad finances the communications go out the door so Mm -hmm. it's it's anticipating the future and how can you do that 
I think what's what's an important thing to realize here as well is financial freedom is what, right? We we went over at the very beginning, we said freedom is what what's whatever you think it is. If you think you're free, then are you? Yes, no, that's that's for you to decide. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, financial freedom is to most people what? Most of the people are going to say no credit card debt right. and the ability to do whatever that buzzsaw noise is in the back. <laughs> Whenever you want, you just cut down drywall. No, but most people would say being debt-free, no bills, credit card debt's paid off, maybe even the car's paid off. But is that the case? Maybe not. Essentially, depending how you handle yourself or how you've handled yourself in the past, because we all know that that... That conversation that when your parents told you not to get a credit card and <laughs> or not to buy the rims for the mm-hmm. you know yeah. that that could have that could have haunted and plagued you you know uh, uh, until this day. But essentially, you can owe people money but still have financial freedom because you're planning and doing things correctly. In my personal opinion, yeah, if that's- you structured, you are financially free because you know where your money's come from, coming from. You know how to handle it and you know what you're capable of. Well, and I, one flat tire is not going to send you to collections. <laughs> well, that, that, those are different things. So I, I'll give you guys two examples, right? Give it to us. There's clients, there's, there, there's, there's companies out there that want to take on the loan. They, they, they're, they're building up so that they can get the loan. Like they're building up so that they can, you know, or, or let me give you an example, right? Hey, they're building up to have the debt of a mortgage of a house, right? Like that's, Hey, we have financial freedom. We're paying our own mortgage and that's somebody's rent. Right. But that comes with debt. That comes with a loan, right? That comes with a mortgage for 30 years. Promissory note. Right. (laughs) Promissory note. Great personal guarantees. So, so that comes with debt. And then there's other people that are like, no, 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 I just want to pay off the house or, Hey, I'd rather be renting because I don't want that 30 year debt i want to have the flexibility to move when i want to do what i want right so so those are two different levels of freedom where you need to define is is i'm going to define what my freedom is i want to be debt free i want to have you know assets in the bank account and i just want to be liquid at all times well if that's the case are you working towards that daily Right. It could be as an employee. It could be as an employer. But are you working for that daily? Is your daily value? Are you happy with what you're getting on your daily value? And is it going towards that? If you're constantly doing work to pay that you don't like to pay off debt that you don't want or to live a lifestyle you don't want, then or that's taking you away from where you should be or want to be, then you're forfeiting your financial freedom. I think it's important to in this aspect to emphasize the importance of investing in yourself first as part of that financial freedom. If, if you're not growing, if you're not continuing to gather more knowledge about what your passion is all about, then you're going to come to a point where it's going to be a crisis point where you're going to get stuck. And so it has to be, what is my next compelling future? Yeah. Once you've arrived at, whether it's a business goal personal goal, life goal, or something at work. Uh, I know many individuals, for example, that have wanted to leave the nine to five, whether it's in government uh, or another corporation and become a professional, let's say a realtor, for example, or a mortgage broker. And they all of a sudden close up shop, they leave the nine to five and they succumb in their realtor expedition because they didn't plan. Instead of creating a strategy where they could slowly assimilate and jump into that business because you're going to become a business owner. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's about financial freedom as well. We've encountered individuals who have left half a million dollar jobs to become coaches and have yeah. become successful within the first six months 
Why? Because they had a strategy. They'd have a plan. They invested in themselves first right. before anything else. Yeah, I'm of, the, I'm of the train of thought that didn't matter if they were going to do real estate or coaching or whatever it was that they mentally were ready to do what they wanted to do. Right. There's some people that hear that these jobs, that, that people can make money doing these things, but they're not ready for the entirety of what the entrepreneur means. Most people think entrepreneur means you own your own business, you're good. They don't realize that pretty much you're working 24-7, especially oh, around startup. Yeah. They don't realize that work does go home with you. There's no clocking out. There's no hanging up the headset and you know and forgetting about everything. Uh, an entrepreneur sounds great on paper and people love to say it, but how many of those people that do leave their 9 to 5s fully commit to really living the life of an entrepreneur, which means really working hard and it's another logical level of thinking and and obviously it's beyond the scope of this broadcast however we need to understand that it's a different mindset it's a different mindset the mindset of an entrepreneur of a business owner is one of a of a creator of a future pacer you've got to be able to lead and have that ability to know that there's going to be some setbacks. Yep. And that mindset also means I can create my own freedom. I don't need to rely on this job or anyone else. I am the master of my own destiny, especially in my finances, and I can create the freedom that I want now. Thank you for listening. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us at Instagram and Facebook at Strategic Life Podcast. Twitter at Strategic Life PC, our website strategiclifepodcast.com, or email us at action at strategiclifepodcast.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Neurostrategic Coaching Institute and for business solutions with music provided by Gorilla Tech.